0: everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Half Hour on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahatchko, and I can see him this time. We'll knock on wood and see how long that lasts. He is the co-host on the West Coast. He is at Chad Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Greg. How are you doing? I am doing well. I, I had just enough time to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich from getting off of work, and... Uh, meeting your demanding schedule for a recording tonight. So uh, let's do it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was feeling neglected earlier. I was trying to text you to find out what time we were going to record and you weren't answering and I thought I might have been texting my mom instead because she doesn't respond. I'm sorry. Anyway, I think I, that's a deeper issue.
0: I, I, uh, I, was in a, I was in a very important appointment. My apologies. It all went well. I think that's all I'm allowed to say. uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. I was just curious because I am throwing you a curveball this week. On the last episode, you brought in a a guest at the last minute. And uh, I thought, you know, if you're going to play that game with me and not give me the topic, I'm going to do the same thing to you. And we are joined this episode by one of our good friends, um, you know, a, a guy beloved by millions and uh he texted me over the weekend and said that he was missing the podcasting game and so i was like let's bring him on he's our good friend he's the former host of the Jim tom and jim top five which launched a generation of podcasters and he co-hosts the skullbuster russell cast cast with his brother jason it is mr tom skull straight from minnesota
2: hello thank you for uh having me on here this is very exciting i'm uh I'm I'm shaking in the knees here. I haven't done this in a while.
0: Tom is if if you're uh, for the uninitiated, he's a, a national treasure and a global icon.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I like the movie National Treasure <laughs> and do live on the globe. So I guess if you want to, that's that's accurate then. Yeah. So uh,
1: th- thanks <laughs> for thanks real for quick, joining. Because because I, I know everyone's going to ask how is Jim doing. We don't Who? hear from Jim anymore. Exactly. Ne-
2: never heard of her. No, Jim was fine. You know what's funny? Okay. Yes, and you almost said Jim and Tom's top five, and I almost hung up. Um, (laughs) But it was Tom and Jim's top five. And uh, you can still download uh, our episodes, they're still on Podbean and iTunes and all that fun stuff. Um, He's doing fine. Uh, Yes, we ended our show, was it in February? I was going to ask you guys do you think it's our fault for the coronavirus? Because it seems like soon after we ended the show, the world went
0: to hell. It was, the, it was the first domino to fall. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I've seen I, well, memes apologize. with... Okay. I was going to say, I've seen memes that said, you know, the Cats, the movie was released, and then Jushin Thunder Liger retired, and then Tom and Jim and then, retired, so well, maybe... we're just,
2: in the top three, so that's good. Um, <laughs> no, Jim's fine. Jim is... I think I'm allowed to say it. They are about to have another baby so oh congratulations so he couldn't do the show anymore because i frankly i don't think he wanted to and uh <laughs> second uh they're really busy there so in uh the old cleveland ohio that's where they are so
1: oh, and how many more categories could you come up with to fit days and confuse the departed and friday night lights into oh
2: don't challenge me because i would have come up with at least 25 more at least mm. yeah all right um and there's not, what's wrong with talking about Days and Confused and the Departed and what is that one you said?
1: <laughs> Friday, Friday Night Lights, night.
2: Ghostbusters. I could have, in Home Improvement, I would have fit them all in.
1: Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> but speaking of fitting things in, since we only yeah. have a half hour, I've been mean, sitting here for two hours catching up. But yeah, sorry. listeners. listeners want us to get into this week's topic, which is a topic that, and there's a reason why I brought Tom in for this episode. It's the day that this episode comes out. We are one day, I think, ahead of Major League Baseball opening for the 2020 season. Uh, it's been delayed due to the coronavirus. I know, Tom, I see through your Twitter and Instagram that you coach Little League. Yes. Um, guess that Greg has familiarity with Little League and baseball.
0: I, so I thought, yes. let's yes. just share I'm, some of I'm aware favorites. of the
1: sport. Okay. As long as you know what baseball is.
0: I'm a red blooded American male, of course.
1: Uh, I I, I just thought we would share some of our favorite memories growing up, and with one caveat that we cannot mention the 1987 World Series. Well,
2: I'm out. Oh, good. I can still mention 1991,
1: though. All right, good. All right. Yeah. So.
2: 87 was great. Why can't we talk about 1987?
1: Well, because we can really only talk about 1982 and 2011. We're going to mm. talk about
0: World Series. You could talk about 2006, Never.
1: too. But. Yeah, 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 2006.
2: Can we talk about 87 World Series and how great Ozzy Smith
1: was? That's allowed, that's allowed.
2: Okay, all right, all right. Uh,
1: well, I'll start with you, Tom, because actually the last time that I saw you, yes. we were at a Minnesota Twins game. Uh, we were? In 2019.
2: That's when fans were allowed to go to games.
1: Yes, and so, I think yeah. there were five of them
2: there, so. <laughs> at least. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, disappointed, I did not get to meet Bob Schulte that night.
2: No, you're uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not disappointed. No one is.
1: So <sighs> okay, something else. Yeah. So let me just throw it to you. Were you yeah. a fan growing up, or do you want to talk about your coaching little league? What is your strategy? Are you more of a buttermaker maker or um, a great <laughs> well, career coach? I am.
2: Dr- I am drinking beer right now so i guess i'm buttermaker now but no i oh my god i i love baseball from this as far back as i can remember i i still remember being um four years old is when my parents got me to um sign me up for t-ball and i was so excited because i have two older brothers you mentioned one of them before already um and they played baseball so i was already like wanting to do what they what they did so I play. I got to play t-ball, and it was significant because on that t-ball field, that first day, I met my two other best friends. Yes, Jim is my best friend, but my friends since I've had since I was four, Tony and Ryan, and uh, we've been best friends ever since. And so, uh, my best baseball memory is is that because I met them. And so, not to get all sentimental on you guys,
0: but that's how we roll around here in the Power (laughs) Half Hour. We we roll tears for days. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but uh yeah that would be i was so from four years on i've been associated with baseball in some shape uh some some way some form or fashion
0: i uh my my youth i skipped t-ball i don't know why maybe it just got signed up uh, a year too late and looking back i could really could have used that extra year i was uh i was not good
2: well, that's okay no one's good when they're like eight
0: yeah i mean i wasn't good when i was <laughs> 17 either <laughs> like I, I i still lament the fact that when i was a senior in high school they canceled uh the baseball game we had for friday night uh, uh because it fell on the same night as our prom and i was really pissed <laughs> off about that first of all i you know It's not like I had a date. I had no prospects. I was going to say, did you have a date to that? There was look. I I wasn't missing anything by you know uh, missing prom and the team we play we were scheduled to play was one of the better teams in the region. I I called them the ten run teams. Like I got to play uh, because we we, I was a ten run kid. I got to play if we were up by ten or down by ten. And this would have been a game I had an opportunity to play in. But uh, nice, you know they they took it away from prom.
2: Well, they took away prom this year for a bunch of kids, so don't feel bad about your baseball getting cancer.
1: Yeah, so it should help (laughs) teen pregnancy rates in nine months.
2: Probably, I don't. Yeah, probably.
0: I don't know because now they're not doing anything except you know, Corona
2: babies though breaking curfew
0: or whatever, breaking quarantine. Right. Right. Just think Uh. about think about that, Chad Think about that hell you brought upon us. Not you, but you know, like by mentioning it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to mention pots of gold and lottery winnings too. So hopefully that will <laughs> trickle down. Um,
2: uh, what about you, Chad? Did you play baseball when you are a kid?
1: Um, you know, there's always has to be one guy that keeps the bench from floating up to the top of the dugout. Yep. So that that was me. That was my job.
2: Right. The pine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Everyone needs one.
1: Yeah, I had zero athletic ability, even, like, you know, video game-wise. I've got nothing, so.
2: Wait, what? Even video <laughs> game-wise? You didn't have that good?
1: Yeah, you know, I play, you know, RBI baseball or. Uh,
2: oh, I love that game. Um, oh, that's a good
1: one. trying to think about the other popular Nintendo baseball Base game. Bases
2: Loaded. Bases uh, Loaded, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a big one. Or just baseball. That was yeah. like the original Nintendo. Yeah. I
1: think
0: baseball is the one game. that I had. Yeah. No fancy a, names? or.
2: I have an emulator thing now. Like You know when they came out with the Super NES Classic? Mm-hmm. Well, I got a modified one, and it's got like 500 games on it, like old-school Nintendo and Super Nintendo. And the first game I played when I got it, it was original baseball, and I played all nine innings, which, if you don't remember, that actually takes about three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so It's like watching it's a
1: real game. Major League Baseball yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's why I don't like modern day video games because I think like the show or whatever the, the new baseball games are for your, you know, Xbox and playstations you play an entire season. I'm yeah. Like, no, no one's got time for that. So and <laughs> then go, but yeah, uh, I was, I have no baseball um, uh, skill. In fact, uh, when I started dating, My last girlfriend, we went out to there's a miniature golf place with batting cages uh, here. Uh, We went out with, uh, you know, uh, my friend Mike, who do the Out of Touchstone and Wonder Why podcast with, and her friend Sean. And after we did miniature golf, we went to the batting cage. And um, yeah, the girl kind of turned around and stopped watching after a couple minutes because she was like, I embarrassed for you. (laughs) Jeez.
2: Yeah. It's like a bad 80s movie.
1: Again, I don't know what that means.
2: Or a good 80s movie. There I don't
1: you know
2: go. what that means either, but whatever.
0: I think it means that in an hour and 45 minutes, Chad's going to get the girl.
2: Oh, yes. Just got a, You got a boombox, Chad?
1: I, I don't, and my iPod
2: died. So. <laughs> Do you have a cool hat and have a name for an amphibious bird?
1: I, actually, I do. I, I then, do. I then do. you're fine. There we go. Okay. All right. yeah. I'll just keep watching. Um, well, let's go to Major League Baseball because, yes. Tom, I'm guessing by the fact that you are from Minnesota and we went to a Twins game, that yeah. you are a Twins fan.
2: Oh, no. I love the White Sox. No. Oh. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> no. Huge. Is
1: Double mint Gum your
2: favorite? <laughs> huge Twins fan. Yeah. Um. You know, you, won't, you don't want me to mention – a certain year <laughs> but I was 5 years old when that happened in in 1980 whatever he said and then uh you couldn't ask for a better time to become a major league uh fan you know when your home team wins the world series against a good team with the great one of the greatest players ever on it but not as good as the twins overall I'll say that um anyway but yeah it's uh I love the twin. I mean it's uh, they between eighty seven and ninety one it was great and then from ninety one to about two thousand four was pretty rough <laughs> <laughs> to be a, a twins fan. And uh but I still love them even during the strike uh time. That was a that was a rough year too. When my little league that I was playing had a longer season than the major leagues. <laughs> that was interesting. So
0: let me but, Tom, let me let me uh have you jumping your way back machine and the, those uh, twins teams? Yeah, the, in in some of the as you call it the the, the dead period, they had a lot yeah. of talent on there, uh, but they just can never. <laughs> right, well, well let me. I mean, let, all right, maybe I'm thinking of a few years, but you know, like uh, like the Tory Hunter Joe Mauer years. You know, well, the, that's
2: that's later. Tory okay. Hunter came, you know, late mid to late nineties. And Joe Maurer was 2002, 2001. You know, so that was later. You know, I'm talking like from between 92 and 97. I mean, our best player was uh, a washed up only three years into his prime Chuck Knobloch. Mm -hmm. Um, We had uh, Matt Lawton, who was our great who was supposed to be the, the, the answer to Kirby Puckett after he left or after. Yeah, he had to retire, I should say. Uh, and, um, and Ken Herbeck retired. Dan Gladden retired. And so they, we had Dave Winfield in Twilight of his career just so he could get his 3,000th hit. I believe we had Paul Molitor for the same reason. <laughs> like these people have just made these stops here. But there was no real team. It was really, really horrible. Horrible baseball. So.
0: Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, you, you can't, you can't blame me for the the faults and failures and shortcomings of your team.
2: I can, I can. <laughs> That's fair. Whatever. So you guys, so wait a minute here. you you're, you're both from Missouri. No, Chad, you're not from Missouri. Where are you from?
1: We're both from Illinois.
2: Okay. So most Illinois people who aren't in the vicinity of Chicago are Cardinals fans, correct?
1: True. Yeah. I would say maybe 50, 50 sixty forty. I think
0: I think the line, well, Chad. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's like a, a dividing line that kind of separates, you know, North Illinois from the rest of the state. And it's uh, if you drew a, uh, a horizontal line and you ran like Decatur, Springfield, and then to each of the borders on the uh, on the east and west sides of the state, I think you'll find most people north of that are are. Cubs, maybe a few White Sox fans, but most everybody south of that, with a few exceptions, are are Cards fans.
1: Yeah, I would say that's probably accurate. And I used to get crap from
0: people like the Cubs are Cubs are the in state team. Why aren't you a Cubs fan? I'm like, well, because I grew up 15 minutes from the Gateway Arch. That's why I'm not a Cubs fan. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
2: Or as my uh, as my best friend Jim always said, because he's a, he grew up as a White Sox fan. He's from the like, Quad Cities area but on the Illinois side and I don't know if he always meant he always wants to mention that I don't know if that makes it better but um he says I, he likes the White Sox because he actually likes baseball man <laughs> Cubs
0: fans just like Cubs because it's the cool thing to do right so more trendy yeah right
1: right yeah I have to say I went to Wrigley Field I think it was about five years ago for the first time and was very disappointed Really? But it was. They were also doing constructions, so like all the bleachers were tore out, and oh, they only had one working bathroom, and uh, yeah. <laughs> one, so, that one, probably wasn't <laughs> the best time to be. Wait, in, wait to a minute! One
2: bathroom for the whole stadium.
1: Yeah. Well, one men, one women's. and apparently they had brought in porta potties uh, <laughs> after the first weekend of games because apparently people were just uh, urinating in cups and leaving them. Longest oh, city.
2: that's Chicago,
0: though. That's that Yeah, that would happen no matter <laughs> what. Plenty of bathrooms. My, yeah, uh, so. uh, my lone Wrigley Field experience was May or June of 2001. I was 18, really hung over for an afternoon game, and fell asleep in the stands of a Cubs uh, Astros game. And, uh, yeah. It was it was, uh, not my finest, and then come to find out, or not come to find out, that would eventually lead to getting a hot dog and uh, getting um, ketchup on my not ketchup colored shirt. <laughs> so that was just a, that was just uh wait. You, you you fit
1: right in. You were in Chicago and you were putting ketchup on a hot dog.
0: Dude, I'm from Southern Illinois. I like shit simple. Just, right. get it plain. Plus, Just get played plus I was plain. plus I was you know pretty broke because I was eighteen and all my money had gone to beer obviously didn't you hear me say I was hung over <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did oh, so Greg, man. let's go let's leave Chi-Town and go over to St. Louis what made get, what got you into being a cardinals fan or into baseball?
0: Uh, both and it was a uh, player that uh, our esteemed guest alluded to, and that was the wizard uh, watching Ozzy Smith uh, play shortstop. Everything from when he'd initially take the field, uh, uh, and he used to do it more frequently. But then, as as he got older, uh, he he did. I think it, he started reserving it just for like the home opener. But running out doing that signature backflip of his, uh, you know, I think he's like thirteen gold gloves or something like that in his career. One of one of the best shortstops to ever play the game. And it's it's a shame, and and, and Tom, you'll probably agree agree with this. Uh, In in the heyday of like the eighties and early nineties, Barry Larkin, as good as he was, was still the second best shortstop in the National League. You know. Um, Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah, and I love Barry Larkin, but there's no there's no matching Ozzy Smith. He's the greatest shortstop ever to play.
0: I I remember being a kid of three or four. I want to say four, but. You know, I'm not going to, you know, beat myself up too much if it's three. And I was waiting for my, you know, my time for bath time. And so I'm running around the house naked. And I don't like sharing that story a whole lot until I realize that my son's four and he does the same thing now. So, you know, it's, you know, it's just what for Hey, I'm was.
2: 38 and I do the same thing now.
0: hey oh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I stopped in front of the TV and KPLR 11 was on out of St. Louis and... Ozzy Smith was up, and he hit a home run. And I'm like, "There you go, it's, it's, you're welcome, Ozzy." That's 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 the power of the four year old, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, I I always you know baseball was always the uh, uh, sport in my home. Uh, it's the sport my, you know. My dad played. My grandpa played. My grandpa played. You know. Low level college ball out after he got out of the service, uh, after World War II. My grandma still, like, I don't think I know anybody who has missed baseball, and this is with all due respect to Tom, but I don't think, uh, I know anybody who's missed baseball the last four months than my grandma. Uh, it's, you know, I remember being up there right before the coronavirus stuff hit, and I was up there with my son and, and, uh, my wife, and we just had, we just had the ball game on. It was spring training, and the cards were on, and it was down in uh, Jupiter. And it was just, you know, it just, it, Grandma, like, you know, she, she likes her soaps in the afternoon. She likes her Cardinals baseball. And that's about the only reason she'll ever have the, the TV on. So, for me, it was always ingrained in, in my DNA. It's, you know, that we're going to watch 150 baseball games on the TV this year. And if we're lucky, we'll get down to the ballpark once or every couple of years or so. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I'll just jump in. Uh, funny, you mentioned your grandma loved baseball. My grandmother also loved baseball. She was a huge Twins fan, and always on the radio at her house. She always had the radio broadcast, which I love. I can watch baseball or listen to baseball anytime, but I don't know about you guys, but I hearing baseball on the radio is way more uh, entertaining to me. Is uh, what do you do? You feel the same way
1: or not? Yeah, I think it's definitely a sport that is made for radio. Yeah. Um, when I was doing a road trip um, a few years ago, driving up to Canada, uh, it was, I think, like the second year that I was on the quest to see every NHL arena, and I tried listening to hockey games on the radio. That's a no-go. Like, that action is just too fast, and especially not knowing any of the players or what's going on. But baseball, it's got that slow, deliberate pace. And it's very easy to picture what's going on, and mm-hmm. unlike football or basketball, which is constant motion, so I definitely think that that's probably what helped spread a popularity for baseball. Is especially when you have a great radio play-by-play guy like Joe Buck right.
0: or Jack, Jack Buck.
1: Um,
0: uh, Jack Buck. I mean, no, no offense to Joe <laughs> Buck, who who you know takes no, a lot of grief of from everybody. To Joe Buck. <laughs>
2: Joe Buck is no yeah. Jack Buck. No, right.
0: I, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, but have I you watched it. Brock Meyer? No, uh, don't. But uh, to okay. piggyback Not on, what, did you?
2: I, I bet Chad. I bet you were a fan of the Joe Buck show. Remember when he was trying to be a talk show host? I think it lasted about four episodes.
1: No, I remember. I have all the Chevy Chase shows on VHS, but I don't remember the So Joe that's Buck's. one
0: VHS. Tape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and, and just to piggyback on what what Chad was saying, is I had you know the. The luxury. I was spoiled, uh, you know, like the the LA fans, or maybe not LA, but you know, the Dodgers fans in total, who had Vince Scully for all those years. I mean, I grew up with Jack Buck. He was, you know, as a lot of people say, he was the like the the voice track of my summer. And and it would be you know driving around, driving to my own little league games, or my dad for years played fast pitch softball, and uh, you know it'd be in the you know Ford Bronco on the way to the softball games and and, uh, leaving the tavern afterwards. And, uh, yeah, because the ballpark was right next to a tavern, which was great. Um, <laughs> I drove by the ballpark, uh, a couple weeks ago, the tavern's not there anymore, but the, the ball field still is. But, uh, uh, you know, just ha- having, having those memories, you know, I go up and down that road now every day, you know, the same road that we used to go to, to the the softball field, but, you know, just summer nights in the vehicle, be it driving around as a family or just driving around my dad listening to Jack Buck, things like that mm-hmm. just cemented, you know, cemented that, uh, th- those emotional, you know, resonances.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I nothing <laughs> <other>. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I, I thought it was, was, I
2: supposed to jump in there. I, I, I didn't know
1: if you're going to have something. I didn't want to step on you. Um. Yeah, no, Chuck- I, mean, I
2: agree with so agree I totally agree with everything uh, you, Greg just said Greg, that's your name right yeah that's me uh, um, <laughs> nice to meet you uh, no we had um, herb, uh, this guy named uh, Car- herb Carniel. it was our guy and uh, he died in, like 07 so but he was the radio broadcast host for ever and that was like that voice like I can just hear it right now like I get it like these ra- going back to why it's better on radio you just, these voices get stuck in your head. And like you said, Chad, like if, if, if baseball has a great play-by-play announcer, you don't need television to picture the game. You can play it in your head, and it's amazing. So,
1: Now, where do you stand on Harry Carey?
2: Drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Uh, he was a, a, a character. I get it. Cubs fans love Harry Carey, but he is a pleasant for me. I like when Bill Murray would go up in the, the thing with Harry Carey because he would just make fun of Harry Carey the whole time. So,
0: And, and a lot wrong? of people Are forget. Cubs
2: fans going to be upset with me now? Eh, who cares? They're Cubs yeah. fans. Yeah.
0: I think a lot, really of, a lot of people forget that uh, Harry Carey started in St. Louis with Jack Buck and the St. Louis Cardinals.
2: Well, I did not know
0: that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um,
1: Got to go back to the 60s. Now, I'll bring up this trivia factoid, too, because I, I don't know if this is true. You can Google it yourself and find out. But this is the story that I've heard, is that do you know um, why the Cardinal Stadium is called Bush Stadium?
0: Well, because the Bush— Well, the beer, right? They own the naming
1: rights? No. they the, the Bush family, who produced Budweiser, wanted to name the original Bush Stadium Budweiser Stadium. And Major League Baseball would not let them name it after a beer— so, they called it Bush, thinking, you know, based on their name, and then created Bush Beer afterwards to promote, yes, both the stadium and the beer. Again, I don't know if that's true, but it's a good little story to tell. And so I'm going to say that. That's a
2: good one to tell around the campfire. True. You know, that's a good one. I like that. It's good yarn.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, thankfully, you know, their last name wasn't Keystone. <laughs> oh. Bitter beer.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, this is you know, to corroborate uh, Chad's story from Wikipedia. The, of course, the uh, <laughs> owner uh, owner of the Cardinals at the time was August bush Jr. You know, so he was the, and you know, they owned the company until they sold it just about twenty five years ago, I think, to the current ownership group. Um, But yeah, he. Well, no, we're not going to let you. You know exactly what Chad just said. We're not going to let you name the stadium after an alcoholic beverage. Okay, we'll name it after me, and then we'll name a beer after me too. So.
2: (laughs) And then the Brewers are like, "Ah, screw it. We're just going to call it Miller Park." Yeah. (laughs) Because there's no rules in Wisconsin. I don't know if you guys do that, but times change. No, no. There's never been rules in Wisconsin, so times have not changed there. That's fair. But anyway, that's a whole other. Show it's a whole other half hour, right?
0: Tom, do you do you want to get anything off your chest about your uh, neighbors to the east? No,
1: I'm <laughs> not
2: going to say. It. I don't know who listens to your show. Neither
0: do we. It. No, I'm
1: not going to say
2: anything. Nope, we're
1: good. All right. Well, we got 30 seconds, so I'll ask you if if you've been to a stadium other than the Twins or Cardinals. What is your favorite stadium? That, oh. Is it your home team's stadium?
2: Um. It is, it is now that the Twins play at Target Field. Before they used to play in the Metrodome, which was like watching baseball in the closet. Um, but before that, before Target Field, uh, my favorite stadium I've been to and seen games there is Kaufman Stadium in Kansas City. Beautiful park.
0: Great. My uh, – outside of obviously the, the couple of Bush Stadiums that I've been alive for and Wrigley Field, uh, I've actually been out to uh, Coors Field in Denver a couple of times. That was nice, but I got a little bit of different treatment because I worked for the radio station affiliated with the Rockies. So I got to hang out in the broadcast booth and toss out Cracker Jacks in the seventh inning stretch. So mm. it's a little bit of a different, a cool. uh, different vibe, but also fun. Chad.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think Miller park was a good one. Um, You're just going to make Tom Madigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The twin stadium was also, I, I enjoyed the time and that was probably cause I, Saw the game with Tom and his brother Jason, and then four days later saw a game at Lord Park and had I think fourth row seats on the third yard or the third baseline and was bored out of my mind. So because <laughs> uh, I had no one to talk to, at least at the right. Twins game. I, I think baseball is also a social experiment, a, a social game, and I would love to go talk more, but we are out of time. So I will just say check out Tom's other podcast, Skullbuster Russell Cast. That's it. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.